First of all, I want to thank our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, for another opportunity I have to be with you and worship God of Israel together. By remembering God's promises, we are more than two and three. We are four. But we also have our brothers who are watching online. And we know that Holy Spirit in us and with us. And we have a great privilege when we open Bible to continue to learn from Jesus and change our life according eternal gospel. By remembering what Jesus has done for all of us when he took our sins and transgressions and went to the cross and was killed, was crucified for you and for me. But Jesus not only died for you and for me, he rose from grave, from death, for you and for my sanctification. That's why we rejoice today by knowing that our sins forgiven and the names written in a book of life. As we see what's going on in the world. And we believe that we live on end times. When God's prophecies, less part of God's prophecies fulfill, let's say, even every day. This is scare time and dark time, but I believe we are not afraid. And we are not panicking because God is a king and God rules. And will happen whatever God predicted to be happen. But even more, maybe think more for our souls to fill our vessels with the oil and run to fulfill God's will. So we're going to continue preached the gospel. And before I'm going to start, and I'm going to talk today about witness. Who is a witness? Not Jehovah Witnesses. I'm not going to talk about them. No. I'm going to talk what the Bible, what the Lord says about his witnesses. What does it mean? To be a witness of Christ, a witness of our Lord Yeshua. And we'll try to investigate our hearts because it's a great blessing for all of us to investigate ourselves. And maybe we do not understand many things, but our blessings, trusting in the Lord. Trusting in the Lord, especially in this time. But before... I want to thank you so much, uh, your congregation, all of you, all of you, uh, for your faithfulness, for your partnership, for your kindness, supporting Battle Messianic Russian-speaking uh, congregation, especially in a missionary work, um, preaching gospel, sharing good news in America. And again, I want to say in Canada as well. Because within a few years, I couldn't return back to Canada. We started ministry 23 years ago, almost 23 years ago. And most time, the same as we um, shared gospel uh, in the U.S., we the same way shared gospel in, uh, in uh, Canada. But because of law, I couldn't return until last October. They removed the law, so I could now start to... Uh, back without vaccine. I don't have a vaccine. Nothing wrong to you. Some people have a vaccine. Some of my families, uh, they have a vaccine. Some not. I don't have it. So I couldn't return back to Canada. Now I could. And a few months ago, I've been back 
I've been to Canada, I returned back, and we had a, an outreach in Niagara Falls. Canada is so fully different than America, totally different laws. You cannot just go streets and say, for example, and call the scene by name, let's say, that homosexual relationship is abomination. You will be arrested. By law in Canada, if somebody going to complain and call a police officer must to arrest you, and you're going to see a judge. Some people say up to nine months in jail or a big uh, uh, ticket with money you have to pay penalty, I mean. So I, my son, one of my sons so is a, uh, has a Crohn's disease. Uh, he was with me together, and I'm a little bit nervous, but I prayed aloud, and I said, Lord, we cannot take compromises. We must preach the gospel with the love, but say the truth, by knowing that we are not better, I'm not better than anybody. God just saved me by mercy, but with love, but we must say what the Bible says, and I believe God gave us some wisdom. We didn't take any compromise, but we preached the gospel, and God blessed us. There were thousands of people in Niagara Falls, a lot of tourists, a lot of people from different cities in Canadians. We distributed a lot, a lot. And praise God, nothing happened. I remember even last testimony, last person we met was uh, LGBTQ+, whatever person, but he was listening and accepted gospel of John. Praise God. And it's our blessings. You know, even God doesn't need our help, but he invites us. He calls us to become a part of his great work on this earth. When we could share gospel, when we could have a compassion for people, because without Jesus Lord, without Yeshua, our Messiah, no hope. He is the way. And the Bible says we have only one name under heaven through whom we could be saved. And the name, yes, Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. Even cry for people, cry for souls. Because many people, so many people, they don't understand. Most of them, they don't understand. Again, if we understood, it doesn't mean that we understood. God gave us a mercy. God blessed us. God opened our eyes. God took our old uh, stone hearts and replaced with a new platinum hearts. That's why we have a true Shabbat in our new hearts. In Yeshua, our Messiah. But I always encourage my brothers and sisters. Even we know that gifts of Holy Spirit are different. Not everyone could fly Africa. Not everyone could drive Mexico. Not everyone, not everyone could go streets. But by remembering a day when Holy Spirit touched our soul, when our lives started to be changed, yes, that, that God's desires become our desires. God's wishes, our wishes. God's sorrow, our sorrow. That we could find time and even through a window when we buy a cup of coffee. <laughs> McDonald's cheap, but good coffee. <laughs> Less than uh, Starbucks coffee shops. Oh, almost four bags. It's expensive. But even through a window to remind about Yeshua. 
to pray for a person just to let him know what Jesus has done for all of us. Sacramento, California, we preach a lot in the Bay Area. White House, they also have a White House there. Where a governor, maybe I say now, not almost all in America that know about him, maybe even outside, Newsom. You know this person? Wow. We pray for him. And I don't want to judge anybody, but whatever he do, it's evil. Laws they establish, especially with the transgender agenda, more and more and more. Even if you watch TV or online news, you see it, how they increase this agenda, especially about transgenders. And now they want to bring a law, for example, if a, a daughter or son came home, returned home from school and say, Mommy, Daddy, I'm not a boy, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a girl, I'm no girl, I'm a boy. And Mommy, Dad say, No, God created you as a boy and you are, you are a girl. And they return back next day to school and say to a teacher, they're going to say that parents abuse them and a service special could come and remove your children from the families. Could you imagine? What they do? What, what do you think? What God going to uh, do? What's God's answer going to be? You know, an old rabbi's tradition, the Jewish tradition, old rabbis say, when people sin, especially this kind of similar homosexual sin, God could be very patient and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait until if the government going to legalize, if they're going to legalize, done. Judgment of God going to come. We need to pray for America. So we were standing across the White House where our government is, uh, sits there. And we were preaching and we called him by name and just remind them that God loves him as well. I said, Mr. Governor Newsom, God loves you. But you need to repent because whatever you do, it's against God. It's a sin. It's a sin. It's transgression. But today's day of grace, you also could repent. You also could be forgiven. And we wish you be forgiven. But while, while I was preaching, one man stopped. I think he was homeless. There's a lot of homeless people there. It's a huge. Even in San Francisco. But he was riding a bicycle and pushing uh, like luggage in the same way. But stopped and start to listen. A man wearing with a women, women dress. Transgender. But he was listening. And when I stopped, he came to me and asked, you know what? Bible. So first, I asked him, because we ask people, if they ask the Bibles, we ask them, they really want to have a Bible. Because many times when we give, they rob, they throw to the garbage. So we ask him, I say, we, we would love to give it to you, but let us know, you really want to read it. We would love to give. He said, yes. Yeah. So first I give him New, New Testament. He looked and said, no, he wants the full Bible. <laughs> he was the Old Testament too. So I give it to him. And when he accepted, I reminded him about the love of the Messiah, of Yeshua, of Christ. And he started to cry. He started to cry. I don't know what's, 
what's going on in his heart. But I know that God touches. And maybe some of them, they, they, they were, how to say, they, they, they lie. I mean, like, a, they went under lie, you know. And we need to work with them. We need to pray for them, too. Uh, and I remember just also in Pittsburgh recently, uh, especially month of June, you know, month of June, they celebrate us a Pride Month. But we call this month of abomination, like, uh, no, pride, uh, it's abomination. Uh, and just to think about, they celebrate Dory Days in the month of June. Not any other holiday in the U.S. celebrating Dory Days. Maybe one, two days, but they're done. They celebrate Dory Days. And it's not just by accident. It's an old pagan's tradition. We call the month in English, same in Russian, June, E-U-N, June, right? It's from the, uh, the pagan, uh, the gods, the Yunus. It's very old. When a people, man's wearing as a woman, women wearing as a man, it's not just by incident they choose this month. Also, it's connecting with a... Uh, pagan goddess Astarta. So it's not just by accident. They per perfectly know what they're doing because they know about the spiritual war continues. It's a, it's a war, spiritual war. We have to understand this. It's not just by accident. But Strip District, Pittsburgh, a lot of people are gathering uh, restaurants, so stores. We were walking like through the, like around the Iericho, you know, and met people, shared, uh, even Pittsburgh, very conservative city, but we found people become more aggressive. Uh, but I remember the same very young transgender group, even one said that he came from London, from England, 16 years old, but older were children, maybe 15, maybe 14. Could you imagine? It's like, I don't want to say this word, but like, how does it like, deceive, that deceive, you know? And what they're preaching, teaching us, teaching in school. Um, but God blessed. I start to share gospel. And you know what happened? They all accepted Christian literature at the end. And I pray, just to praise God, you know, because I trust, I believe in the power of the word. And salvation is not by me. I cannot save people. I cannot give a mercy of repentance. God saves. God has a mercy, but I could be like a messenger, you know. I could pray. I could find time for people. I could share. We could do good work. In the name of Jesus, that his name would be glorified. And another testimony, um, two maybe, uh, um, Boise. State of Idaho, Republican state, but they also call uh, Idaho as a Mormon, Mormon state. A lot of Mormons live there. But city of Boise, it's very liberal. We usually preached at uh, open market there, but it's a seasonal. So we entered a store. 
And I saw two persons, very small private store, two customers entering, men and women. And the man was wearing with a, a T-shirt with some signs. I'll let you know what kind of signs. So I came to him. It was satanic signs on a T-shirt. So, and he was satanic. So when I came to him, I prayed and I said, Lord, I want to witness to him. So I came to him. And my first words was, uh, my first words were by telling him that I have a good news for him. Jesus, even for him. So he put his uh, finger on a uh, signs on his t-shirt and asking me if I understood who is he. I said, yes, I, I understood. He's a satanist, he said. But I told him that he also needs to understand and know that Jesus and the blood of Jesus destroyed the evil one on the cross. You know how did he answer after that when I say that the blood of Jesus destroyed the evil one on the cross? He said, we will see it. Like a question, we'll see it. Could you imagine? So they fight. I already say, whenever they do in the schools, whenever they in a, you know, you see that there are a lot of high positions of these people, like managers, even some mayors uh, in the government, uh, even a Jewish person, you know, the Levy, he's Admiral Levy, he's, I believe, head of the health something of United States. He is a transgender. His last name is Levy. Maybe you heard about him. He's a former admiral, like a military admiral, whatever, but he's a head of the health, something like uh, administration. Uh, now he's a woman, you know. So he was a man with the children, Mary. Now he's a woman. And he supports all these parades and all this uh, style. You know, they, 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 they have uh, authorities now, you know. But whatever God allows him. Or whatever God allows all of them. But we need to understand that this is a spiritual war. And we must fight. We must be ready. Praise God for America. I love this country very much. I pray for America every day. But whenever I see, unfortunately not good. But again, this is end times. So it should not surprise us. But we need to pray more. And we need to fight and be Ready. So this is very, very uh, few uh, testimonies. We have much more. God willing, after this service, we have an outreach at a Gatry Theater. You know this place, maybe. We're going to go there, God willing, and share gospel and try to distribute Bibles in different languages. But according Romans 1.16 <laughs> to the Jew first, and also the same way with everyone, because everyone needs Lord Jesus, Yeshua. So please pray for us, and thank you so much again for all your help, all your prayers, all your donations. We need help. Yes, we need help, but I know that God provides. Okay, uh, and uh, <clears throat> some of you maybe receive my prayer letters, and if you wish to receive a prayer letters on a monthly basis, you could subscribe. I will leave my information as always, I'm not first time in your congregation. For many years, I mentioned 
Um, we have a partnership. So if you wish, just to let us know, email me, and we'll be very glad, a monthly base, to send you uh, our emails about the work with uh, some testimonies as well. Okay, let's talk about our topic. Who is a witness, a Lord's witness? What do you think? I believe we understand our definition of this word. For example, if somebody saw something, let's say accident. So he saw, maybe he heard something, and he needs to testify, to say what he saw, what he heard. This person becomes as a witness. Yes, it's like what we know, like a civil, maybe, or juridical uh, definition. But what God says about his witnesses. Some people think, oh, this person has a, a, a great biblical education. Oh, he is 100%. He's a witness of Christ. It's good to have biblical education. We always encourage, especially young people who see themselves uh, like in a, to be dedicated to serve a church in the future. We always um, encourage these people to go and study, especially to get a biblical education, because it's always plus. It's always good. But even so, People with a biblical education may not to become as a witness of uh, the Messiah. Some people say, oh, this person has so big congregation, so many people, everyone knows know about him. Uh, he wrote a book, so he's on TV, he is very, nothing wrong, it's good. But even this person may not to become as a witness of the Messiah. So, who is a witness? Who? What the Bible says about this? So, we live. We live in different neighborhoods. Many unbelievers around us. And sometimes we think that they're never looking at us. You know, but I want to tell you uh, that people, especially who are around us as unbelievers, and if they know that we are believers, believe they they are looking at us, what we say, what we do, and sometimes, unfortunately, we could be unfaithful, even in small things. So after that, whatever we say about a God, whatever how we need to live, they're never going to believe because we fell even in small. So let's open Word of God. Let's open uh, Hebrews. Let's open chapter 12. And let's read just the one passage. Just to number one. The words number one says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud, a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So author of the Hebrews speaks here about 
cloud of witnesses. The same translation in Russian, the same is in, in English. I mean, the King James Version or Russian Synodal translation, they translate it from Greek as a cloud of witness. Now, if you read in Greek, I don't know Greek, but I know the word in the Greek. Martis. The same word in English, martyr, right? Do we have this word? What? The, okay. What? 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 What does it mean? It's a martyr. So it's not just a witness, not just a cloud of witnesses. It's a cloud of martyrs. And it's not just by incident. It's absolutely true because most people, faithful people of the Lord, they always were persecuted and are. And people around them, they live in different societies in different times. They always hated them because they were faithful. Sure, we don't have a persecution in America, not yet. But if you come with me to, uh, to streets and tell people and say the truth without compromise, you see a reaction of people. We do not provoke people. But the word of God, word of God always brings the conflicts because people don't want you hear the truth. They don't want to listen to the truth. Cloud of witnesses. Cloud of martyrs. And we have examples. Many examples from Bible. Many examples from the church history. Different people, but God encourages us to investigate our hearts. Even comparing with the examples, the heroes uh, we have, the God's heroes. And sometimes when you look, when you compare, and you say, oh Lord, I'm already 51 years old, but I'm far away from some of them, or maybe from all of them. But until we're still alive, we have a hope. But we must do around. And I have a desire to be more close to the Lord, to be more faithful, and to not be afraid to die for Jesus, even more have a desire to die for Jesus if needed. Because earth, it's not our final home. Our destiny, heaven, here we are temporarily, and here we are as strangers and aliens on this earth. We are waiting our Lord, but even this day could become a last day in my life, because tomorrow even not promised for me, and I could stand even later today in front of God to see eye to eye to respond for my life. Am I ready? Are we ready? Yes, I mentioned that no persecution yet in the United States. But if they could do something, they would do it a long time ago. And I'm not be surprised, not going to be surprised, even I believe that persecution is coming into this country. 
I believe this, that a lot of things are going to be changed. Not for good, but it should happen. Because God decided to finish his history like this. And we know about the end times. It's a strange time. It's a dark time. But Christ is coming back. And this is our joy and this is our hope. Even if we need to suffer. But sufferings, it's a part of our life in Yeshua. His way, Yeshua's way, it's a tiny way. It's a tiny way. And the Lord says not everyone goes, not everyone wants to go on a tiny way. Wide way, a lot of people walk through, but only tiny way brings to heaven, to salvation. When people are going to hate us, when they could, they're going to persecute us, when they could, they, 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 took, uh, taking, uh, could take us to a jail, let's say, throw us to a jail, or even kill us, even kill us. Even today, we know about our brothers and sisters in different countries. It's nothing new. Persecuted church, persecuted congregation, it was, it is, and it will until Lord Yeshua going to return and restore his kingdom on this earth. But two characteristics always were as a, as a signs for uh, Lord's true witnesses, faithfulness and uh, holiness. Faithfulness and holiness. It's what God says. And he also say, uh, you remember he said to his people of Israel, be holy. Because I'm a holy, God says. And without holiness, we will not just see the face of the Lord. But we know that Yeshua's holiness on us. That he could live in a new life. Because he resurrected us. I mean, like when we were born again to live differently and through all our lives trying to change our style. And we know that Holy Spirit touched our souls. And that God gave us a faith. And the faith from God melted a word of God. And it's like a living water statue goes through all of us. And our life changed. So I have a, some questions I wrote down on a paper. And it's not just like for, for somebody else. No, this is for all of us, for me first. And I want to I wanted just uh, read it. This is a question. But let's try to answer it. Maybe it's going to take a little bit more than just the one day. But this is questions, I believe, for all our life. How do we live? Am I a witness, not just by talking, not just by words, but by my life, practical life? What 
I, as a believer, show to others what example, what people feel when they meet us. Am I show a gospel through my life? Is faith, my faith, serious today? Maybe a little bit simple, but maybe not. Just to live, the simple live <clears throat> for Messiah. I mention also that sometimes, even more than just sometimes, we fail even in small things. We cannot keep a faithfulness. It's uh, so hard for us to die for myself, my I, you know, myself, to crucify myself. To reject my ambitions for Christ, that His name glorifies in my and through my life. And we forget what does it mean judgment, mercy, and uh, faith. It's very, very important in the law of God and in the gospel, unfortunately. So, may Lord bless us by having free choice, I mean, to decide just to believe in faith from God. And when he asks God for faith, for wisdom, for mercy, but to believe for what is written in a Bible. To believe for biblical standards that we could go. Sure, by gifts of Holy Spirit we have, do not hide gifts of Holy Spirit, but practice them. That we could be faithful and say, especially when we see a scene, when we are as a witnesses and we see that something wrong going, but just to say, but do not close our mouth, but say it. When we could find time for people and preach and take good news outside, when we could ask God to teach us how to pray, that our priorities could become, uh, let's say, according Bible, just to seek first kingdom of heaven and be thankful especially for hope of salvation and sure take a cross and follow the Messiah it's not easy it's a painful but it's a blessings by remembering especially all the mercies and count all the mercies of God we have every day just to count. We had a piece of bread, even more than a piece of bread today. It's a mercy. It's a mercy, God's mercy. We drove and God saved us. Nothing happened from our homes to here today. Not because I'm a good driver. It's a God's mercy. We have a beautiful, blessed uh, uh, worship. Even we are just four people, let's say here, physical here. But we have more brothers and sisters online. But it's God's mercy. 
It's God's mercy. Yeshua himself. He is the God's mercy. Hope out. Everlasting life. It's God's mercy. One day we'll be there in heaven. We're never going to become old there anymore. We're never going to become ill there anymore. Nobody going to betray us anymore. We're not going to sin anymore. And we're never going to die anymore. We'll live forever. And praise our Lord God. So may the Lord bless us and encourage us to continue forward and fight and participate, yes, in a spiritual war which continues. But our weapon, our weapon, it's not military jets. It's not automatic guns or whatever. Our weapon is the word of God. And the word of God is our sword. And we fight. And we fight for our Messiah. That we would have a great desire from God to become his, his witnesses. That the name of the Lord would be glorified through our life. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. If you have any questions, please, you, uh, you could ask if you, <clears throat> if you have. But before, um, let me, I'll read two more passages. Uh, I want to read. I read just the one, but I want to read the second and the third from the chapter 12 uh, Hebrews. It says, Looking unto Yeshua, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. My Lord bless us. Amen. If any questions? If not, we're going to pray. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You wanted that we pray now? Yes. Yes, let's do it. I will start in Russian, next is going to be English, and the final is going to be Hebrew. But let's first pray. Father God, we praise your holy name and we thank you for the victory of the cross and hope of salvation. Thank you for your mercy and grace today for all people. And yes, it's your mercy. You give us a life today as well. We will walk up, but not just by thinking about ourselves, but help us to see others, to be faithful and small, to pray for people, to let them know about you, love. But we thank you, Lord, for your blood. We thank you for your word of grace and all the promises we have. And also I thank you for your congregation, for your church, 
for brothers and sisters that you teach us, Lord. And even when you punish us, you heal us, Lord. But I know that your goal to prepare us for the kingdom. Thank you for your love. Teach us to pray, Lord, that we seek first your kingdom, our kingdom. I thank, for this, thank you for this congregation. Bless Robert Frank and uh, his family and all congregation and so on. And use them, Lord, that your word would be proclaimed in the Minneapolis and not only in the Minneapolis. We pray, Lord, for America. We bring uh, uh, President Biden. We praying for him and wish him to repent, Lord. And uh, praying for people in Senate and Congress. Lord, we're just praying for them, Lord, that they would to know you, that America would to remember its roots, Lord. Also, I'm praying, Lord, for missionaries, especially in the countries where there is a persecution, Lord. Strain them and help us, Lord, by having examples. At first, it's you, Yeshua. You are our example. They have a great desire to try to live according according the gospel. Lord, we're praying for Israel as well. Uh, we thank you for Israel. We thank you for Jewish people that you choose them, you use them, that you assure himself, uh, yourself through people of Israel, salvation. Bless Israel, and thank you that you already are willing to us that you're going to save the rest of Israel remnants, Lord. Even through a great judgment, Lord, but praise you that you already revealed that Israel going to know you one day and praise you, Yeshua. Now we're praying for our families, Lord, with our different problems we have, our children, maybe grandchildren. Lord, help us just to focus on you. Just help us, Lord, to not afraid to lose something on this earth. Everything here is temporary, but focus on you. And I learn your word and practice, Lord, your word. And now the blessings you give to Moshe. Moshe give to Aaron to bless the people of Israel. Lord, we are your people. And praise you that in you we are one. And I believe that this prayer, this blessings, this word, which came from your heart through your mouth, Lord, is also upon us. And it's what you say, Lord. Да благослови тебя, Господь, и сохрани тебя. Да презрит на тебя Господь светлым лицом своим и помилует тебя. Да обратит Господь лицо свое на тебя и даст тебе шалом. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. 
And may Lord's people say, Amen. Amen. Shabbat shalom. Thank you.